Welcome back to another episode of Hobby Time in the Murder Basement, where today I get to sit down and talk with Alex from Frog Lane Studios. Fantastic painter. He's been painting for a long time, but is pretty new to the YouTube game, even though you wouldn't know by the amount of work he's been putting out. Like, share, subscribe. Thank you so much for being here. zone both of our face we got this we got this alex we're live we got this go 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 um so alex you reached out to me a couple weeks ago and before the before this whole thing started like you were in a really interesting spot with frog lane studios um Mm. somebody like it's embarrassing to admit how many good creators i don't know about and, and like, that's something that comes up all the time. And somebody's like, have you seen this person? And they send me a thing and they got like, you know, like 2000 subs. I'm like, how is this guy not the biggest thing ever? And when, when, uh, I had just found your stuff when you reached out to me, I can't remember why. Uh, but I, I think I was, I was doing research for historical war gaming and I came across mm. some of your warlord studio things yeah. and they're great. I was like, holy shit, this dude's doing a lot of work. They're great. Uh, you know, like good painting tutorials and it's something that's totally different. And then I looked at your sub count and I was like, what is going on <laughs> since then that's changed a little bit, but like, that was where you, uh, reached out to me. Like how, like how, how hard it is to grow a channel. And I thought that that was like a really good thing to like have two people on like an upward momentum, but also like it feels internally, like maybe we're underappreciated to like talk about like the difficulties and also why it's, it's good. So Alex, thank you so much for joining me in the murder basement today. I really appreciate it. Not a problem at all. Thanks very much for having me. So yeah, I mean, in terms of the the channels themselves, I I never set out to have a YouTube channel. I've never set out to be a content creator or anything like that. I I do what I love, and and that's painting and helping other people. So for for me, I started out on uh, Instagram um, when COVID hit. Really, I think that's how all of us really kind of got the drive to do what we do because I had a I had a full-time job before all this. <laughs> <laughs> so is this what you're doing full-time now? Because it seems like you are like pumping out the content, which is, is very difficult to do. <laughs> so I, I actually have, um, and I don't, this is something that I don't actually talk about. I don't talk about on my streams and I, I don't talk about um, kind of when, you know, in my content and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I suffer from uh, something called cluster headaches. Which oh, is, dude. Oh. ridiculously debilitating it's horrific yeah and just before covid hit i started back with um my my attacks um and it meant that i couldn't do my job because still now to this day i mean we're talking seven months down the line i i get four or five hours sleep and being able to maintain a full-time <laughs> a traditional <laughs> full-time job yeah is is really really hard so um i i was on the sick and then you know i've just watched your video in terms of mental health and how important mental health is and i started all this just to reach out to other people um 
and that that's basically how I started out with just one or two people watching me paint whilst I had some nice relaxing music on and we go from that to to where we are now and they said that they wanted videos on on YouTube so they could come back and they could watch it again <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's kind of how I uh, how I started off really so yeah I am totally I'm pumping out the uh, the content but what everybody sees in front of the camera and then what's going on behind the camera is, is two completely uh, different things, really. Oh, Concerts absolutely. Being used to like two, three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one of the weird things that like, even I suffer from this. Like when I, I, you know, you feel like, you know, the person on the other side of the screen and that isn't mm. necessarily true. Like you are familiar with them. You have an idea of who they are and what they mean to you you don't actually know the person behind the screen and, I, and i've had mm -hmm. to check that a couple times on myself because like i'm i i i, I do suffer from uh, uh putting too much on the other person and i forget mm -hmm. that there's humans on the other side of that for, for good or worse sometimes it, it, it goes the opposite direction most of the time I, I come at it from a much uh more supportive angle um, so like, man, I feel for your headaches. Uh, I have known multiple people with cluster headaches and they are, um, it's, it's messed up. I've, I've yeah. like, I've seen migraines take people down and mm -hmm. I've never, I've never seen, um, you know, cluster headaches be something that people could even like remotely do their job. Like it, it was one of those, like when, when it's on, it's really on mm -hmm. but my heart goes out to you. That's, that's intense, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. Not many people, uh, not many people know or have even heard of them. So uh, it's uh, it, it's nice actually just to kind of have somebody who's <laughs> even heard of them. So to have other people that are involved, that's that's really cool as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, you you started all of this at the beginning of COVID, basically the same amount of time as me, which um, yeah. is uh, it's impressive that you've put out as much work as you have on YouTube in such a small amount of time, because YouTube is really hard. And that's something that I try to like, I've, I've had people ask like, do you like Twitch better than YouTube? And I'm like, fuck yeah, I like Twitch better than YouTube because I don't have to, like, I just do what I do on Twitch. And yep. everybody's like, but why do you do YouTube? And I'm like, because it, it gives permanence. Like, uh, you know, you know, you do Twitch and it's just like burnt up into the air and it goes off, it goes off to the hobby gods and you hope that they mm -hmm. are, you know, smile upon you. Like it's, it always feels like, like Twitch is the tribute <laughs> and uh, you know, like YouTube is the place that people can keep on coming back to YouTube is the church. Um, and so it's, it's interesting that you, that you started on Instagram and that's something that um, I, I really actually want to, to talk about because I didn't realize that Instagram has such a huge hobby community on it. And like we share photos, but you do like, a stream once once a day on Instagram? So every single night without fail on Mondays through to Fridays, uh, 7 p.m. currently, British summertime, but um, by the time this goes out, it'll be uh, GMT back into winter. So uh, yeah, 7 till 8 p.m. And I do, uh, do a live hobby tutorial. So every single day we have something different going on. Um, I mean, for me personally, it's, the, the audience amount doesn't matter. I have my hardcore followers who come in every single day. That for me, I mean, if we talk about COVID, it's going to be a repeating issue that we talk about over yeah, and over again, not just for myself, but the whole uh, whole hobby community. And so 
it's that place that people uh, for Instagram definitely that place that people used to go and chat with their mates on you know their their hobby nights or you know down the pub or on a phone call or whatever it is you don't have that anymore we've lost contact with our local hobby community absolutely but what instagram is 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 that global hobby community and you have that on tap and when i started this out six months ago there was i could well, i could count the number of people who live streamed on instagram on one hand and what's fantastic about it now is that i i'm not saying by any stretch of the imagination that i was first on instagram <laughs> doing this <laughs> i'm more humble than that but um <laughs> <laughs> for me for me it was that dedication every single day to make that time for other people so what i do is i i refer to myself as a servant of the hobby and and the, the hobby community and that's not in any way big-headed but that is the nature of what i do i never lock anything behind a paywall you know all of my content is free um if people want to support me on my patreon they can do but they don't have to sure it's a place and we talk about that church that fellowship um it's that that fellowship that open space that open forum where people can come and so that's that's what i did and i did it for a selfish reason <laughs> <laughs> i did it for me <laughs> but what it's done yeah, what it's done is allowed everybody else that opportunity to come. Yeah, well, and like, let's be honest, the hobby is a selfish thing. And while mm. it can be altruistic, like, this is something that we do because, like, we are, <laughs> we need to create something. And if we don't yep. do it, who knows what the fuck else we're going to get into. <laughs> so, like, like I, I know that, like, if, if I wasn't, if I didn't have a hobby like this, um... And I still was just like being my kind of depressed self, you know, playing music. Yeah. I would probably be like, I still an alcoholic, like just drinking every single day. I would probably, mm -hmm. you know, be like borderline, like a uh, personality person of just like, you know, I get so frustrated and, and, and depressed where like, cause like to me, music is like, I'm giving part of myself to someone and the hobby yeah. is something that I love doing that I can give away freely because it feels like I'm giving none of my person. Like I'm, I feel like I haven't yeah. like chipped my soul and given it to you. <laughs> and, and like, and, but at the end of the day, I feel so much more connection in this hobby than I ever did in music. Uh, it, it, it makes me feel like I've, I've spent the last 20 years of my life incorrectly. Like I probably should have been doing this since I was 16 I, and, and grown with the hobby because the people that I hear that have been in this for so long, the stuff that they talk about to them, it's now that it is their part of their soul. They're, it, they're so intertwined into it and they're part of the story of the hobbying in, um, in the modern, uh, you know, uh, uh, millennia. It's, it's exciting. And like, it is, it feels so good. I'm glad I found it now. Um, and actually I just realized I found you on Instagram. I don't think it was a live stream, but I, I remember, I think yours was the first. So I was just like, why is the live stream happening on Instagram? Like, what is it about Instagram that makes the live stream work for you? Because there are a lot of people doing it now. Mm. And and like, I know that the barrier of entry is really low. Grab your fucking phone, start streaming, That's have it. fun. Um, Absolutely. But like, they, the camera is so bad. And like, mm -hmm. I'm never going to sit down and watch a full live stream on there. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm happy that people are doing it. And I'm like, 
you can you can literally stream Twitch on your cell phone. It's the same thing, and you mm. reach a broader audience. Like like like, why aren't people using Twitch? But like, like so what what was what was it about Instagram that that made it work for you? So yeah, again, I I'll be honest with you, I am technically inept, technically <laughs> defunct. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when when we talked about doing this, I didn't even realize that Discord allowed you to video chat. Like, <laughs> I don't know this stuff. I know how to do. I know how to do painting, and I know how to take photos and operate it on there. And when I was looking through the stories, it had this live function, so I I just clicked on that. Um, I've tried going over to Twitch. I've tried going over to YouTube. But you know what? My my guys are on Instagram. Right. That's that's where I met all my guys. And they will follow me over to Twitch if I want to. But actually, there's a lot of people out there on Twitch. You know, there's a, there's a lot of people that do that. I don't do this to gain followers and to, you know, spout out against everything. I do this because I love it. So sure. for, for me... Yeah, I I have that that hour's stream is more for the other people that are on there than than for myself. Okay. Um, there are days when I don't want to do it, but <laughs> <laughs> as I'm sure you, uh, you know as well. It's just the way it goes in content creation. There are definite Pretty days much. that I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but but it is uh, it is very much for just that that open space in that open forum so i i fill the gap on uh on instagram and, and do it that way i mean we have we have 20 guys between 10 to 20 guys who come on regularly that's impressive um, and it, for for instagram it is like you said i mean there's there's twitch out there you know there's the youtube live i mean i click on and i see the big you know big youtubers and big twitchers pulling in like you know thousands of people and there's me going out to uh to 10 or 20 but for me, the the interaction that's back and forth, every single one of those guys is interacting. I know every single one of their names, what they're up to, you know, and that's that's for me what Instagram gives that Twitch doesn't, um, because Twitch is primarily just a streaming platform, whereas Instagram has the the photos and that side of things attached, so that you have that community yeah. um, there that everybody can build up, and you can just quickly flick on see what other people are doing message them privately that sort of thing so it's it's more of a personal approach on on instagram basically oh absolutely and you know like twitch and i talk about this with like zambies and eeny meenies like we mm-hmm. we are like i i invited you into the youtube brain trust discord so you yeah. could you know like interact because like one of the first things that you said is like it feels like i'm here all alone working in this and like that is uh, i know that feeling and that's really difficult mm. But also, like, it doesn't, you don't have to go at it alone. Like, that's the cool thing. We do have all these communities built in. But, like, that's the one thing that, um, you know, like, Zambies and Eeny Meenies and I are, like, talking all the time about Twitch as a platform and, like, what what it does good, what it doesn't do uh, yeah. well at. And one of the things that, like, uh, you know, I talk about is, like, you know, Twitch is the tool to get you to other places. And, like, yeah. Instagram is a whole place. The only problem with Instagram is until you get like you know 10,000 uh subscribers you aren't looked at as like an influencer like so you can't generate yeah. money off of it like the best part about Twitch is the fact that I can generate a little bit of income it's hmm. it, it, like small <laughs> you know it's not yeah. much money but it, you know like 
I'm realizing that if, if content creation is something I want to do full time, I have to, um, I have to figure out ways to monetize this, even if it is just $15 at a time, (laughs) (laughs) which is crazy. Really important thing though, is that it takes that jump from, we, we talked about right at the very start about the fact that it is a selfish thing that we're doing, even though we're, we're, you know, we're serving other people and you can have all of the high altruistic hopes that you, you want, but ultimately this is becoming a job for both of us. Yeah. And so how do you go about managing that? You have Twitch that does some stuff. Okay. You have Instagram that does stuff. Okay. You have YouTube that does stuff. Okay. But there is not one platform anywhere that does you know, the content creation to keep up there permanently, yeah. the, you know, the, the live streaming aspect of it. And then, you know, the, the content interaction um, that's, or the audience interaction that's there. And then you've, you've got Facebook as well, which is that massive audience that's out there. And it's trying to maintain each one of those. For me, those are my four pots that I use. Of course. Same. Um, and try to maintain those. Yeah. Well, the real problem with, Facebook is the algorithm squashes you like the only way that you get like any sort of upward momentum in in, uh, on Facebook is being in a group sharing something and hoping that the moderators don't flag you which is like all of a sudden like I had my first run in on trapped under plastic where like Mm -hmm. I have talked with Scott and John about like, hey, if I'm sharing this stuff, is that okay? And they're like, as long as you're not like selling stuff, trying to like promote like your Patreon or things like that, you know, because like what you're doing is you're introducing more people to different painters. That's important. Mm-hmm. And so like, as long as you don't do that and, and you aren't like making waves where people are complaining a lot, mm-hmm. you're good mm-hmm. to go. And I'm like, perfect. I get invited to be a guest on a podcast and I share it. So I'm personally, yes, I'm, I'm promoting myself a little bit. I'm more promoting the fact that there's another hobby podcast out there that somebody should take care of. And I started getting like so much hate on there. Like, like, and I felt bad because I I didn't interact with it. I was not going to fight with them, but I was like, oh, this is what they don't want. They don't want people thinking that I am, I am trying to take over a platform, but then I'm like, but I didn't do this for me. I did this for, you know, useless wizards podcast, you know, like, uh, you know, the miniature podcast is a good thing. And it just so happens that I was on it. So like, like it was, it was such a weird zone. And so I ended up deleting the post after like a, you know, a couple of people started like commenting cause I didn't want the mods to get involved. And I yeah. had some people coming out to defend me and I didn't want there to be a war going on because that's not what this is about (laughs) that's not what this is about at all (laughs) does it i mean face facebook for me i'm part of several different groups on there mostly kind of 40k and um warlord games as well so both of those um and for me trying to like you said it's a very difficult one trying to share information that's for your benefit but in a way that is actually for everybody else's benefit yeah. is a very different thing. So, I mean, you, you touched on the fact that I, I do do a lot of content. I do a lot of content for a lot of different people and a lot of different aspects, right from, I, I produce between two to three videos per week. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, it's a crazy amount of content. <laughs> <laughs> that's in addition to doing full-time commission work and also streaming per night. So 
I work my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> and then this cross-platform promotion thing is an entirely different beast as well. So yeah. that then comes into it. And then the the one-to-one personal approach that everybody tries to do, because like it or not, we're kind of becoming these personalities. I don't know, I don't know what you call us, but you know, we're I mean, if this, if this was music, we would be up and coming rock stars at this point, you know, like it's that sort of thing, you know, like it is yep. the personality and, um, and it's the, the, the new influencer community mm-hmm. that like, I have like actively said, fuck the influencers because they don't have my best interest in mind mm-hmm. until I came into the hobby. And I'm like, no, actually this hobby actually really wants, like, they do want me to spend my money more properly. Yeah. They do want to interact with me differently. I was like, oh, this is very different. This is, this is a whole different ball game than it was in music. This is a whole different ball game than it is with my small business. Like I am, yeah. I'm, I'm shocked at how, um, open this hobby is for stuff like that and, and how receptive people can be but it is a slippery slope you know it only takes a couple mess ups for people to start being like oh yeah well this dude i mean like look at spiky bits probably one yeah. of the most uh prolific voices in the hobby and he gives so much uh you know for for of himself into it he gets mm-hmm. shit on the most because of his website like he he is like I, I, I suspect he's probably one of the most hated people in the hobby, not because he's some racist or a dick, but because he has a website that makes you look at ads, you know, like, this is how I make my money. I'm really sorry. <laughs> and like you up until up until I came into this, it was like, why are you plugging this? Why are you promoting this? You know, I don't give a fuck about that. I just want to watch, you know, I, I want to learn how to do bloody non-metal metal or <laughs> wet blending, which is two of the hardest things in the world and yet like it's two of the most um most requested things that i get time and time again right right here right now for the record i can't fucking wet blend and i cannot do non-metal metal so stop fucking asking me to do it (laughs) well non-metallic metal is something that i get wet blending is something that i am shocked that more people don't do because like i never i never learned the gw layer way when I started mm-hmm. painting, I started painting from the idea of like, this is how traditional painters paint. Why wouldn't I do the same thing? So I'm like mm-hmm. constantly mixing paints and, you know, like, and, and all my friends are like, it's maddening watching you do this because we can't follow you. And I'm like, yeah. but why? Like, why can't you, like, I'm just putting highlights while I'm also putting in the shadows. Like I, I'm cutting out the middle man here. This should be easy. And this is- <laughs> It should be, but for a traditionalist like me, I've spent 25 years in this hobby, and so <laughs> I have spent 25 years learning one way of one doing way. Things. Shit. <laughs> so, so what what got you into the hobby? Now that we're at this point, what, like what what yeah. what brought you in? Because 25 years versus my you know almost three years, like I mm-hmm. like. I, I often forget that I have not been doing this very long. And when I talk like this, like, why the fuck can't you do that? I know that that sounds like I'm being kind of a dick. Uh, yep. What was it about this hobby that grabbed you first, man? I I tell you what it was, because I just um, I've just kind of written a little bio in our uh, in our Patreon discord about what we were doing. I walked into a school 
um, lunchtime group where people were rolling dice and moving these little plastic figures about. And uh, I sat there and watched and one of the older kids turned around to me and he says, do you want to have a go? And I was like, yeah. And uh, for those who are initiated, what I did is I ran three Terminators over with a rhino, rolled some dice and killed one. <laughs> but for me in my little 12-year-old hobby zone, I had this cinematic image of this rhino, you know, this tank jumping off this thing and crushing asunder. Um, these, these, you know, super soldiers. And that idea of the imagination and the creativity and applying both of those together was for me what got me hooked into that. Um, but then fast forward, you know, these 25 years, my best man at my wedding is, uh, you know, a, a lad who I've known from the hobby for 15 odd years. You know, my uh, all of my all of my best friends are guys who have been into the hobby. This hobby is I've given everything to it, but it's given everything back to me again. And so you talk about, you know, your, your music and I, I would know for a fact that you wake up and you have that. You have that idea, that image, though, you know, that riff and you go, man, this is going to be someone amazing. And then you craft it, you, you know, and it comes to you and you progress and you've got this thing in front of you that you just go, I don't know how I managed to create this. But I did. <laughs> And I have the same thing with the hobby. Yeah. Um, and then there are other things that just come together and you throw together in five or 10 minutes and then all of a sudden you've got this, this masterpiece as well. And so that for me is, is what got me into the hobby, but what also sustained it as well, the, the community side of things. But the, being, the, the creativity and the knowledge and being able to learn something and the key fact that there is always something new um, out there, you know, just... With this guy just here, um, I've just put up the videos on how to do it. I've still got the Rust Effect video to do. But the Rust Effect video is something that I created, especially for this guy, because he's such a, a huge scale that wouldn't normal rusting techniques wouldn't work. So right. it's something that I've crafted and created to to do that. And that's that's the thing, is that that comes from my expertise, but also looking about and looking at other content creators, what they're up to. Um, I forget who it was that was doing the contrast. Somebody, ah, that's, that's going to bug me. We'll have to put it in the, uh, in the links description below as to which, which YouTuber set me on the path. But there was um, a video that was put out there um, about using contrast techniques, uh, contrast paints differently. Mm -hmm. And that set me on the idea for then this guy, which then led to the end result. Um, and it is about that innovation. We have at our disposal now so much information and so many products that are out there that we have the ability to, to constantly create new stuff sure um, i was always told that there was never a there's never a new idea there's only rehashed uh ones from previous and that's it's you know it's it's so true so yeah that's well, that's kind of how i got into it the interesting aspect about things like contrast paint is that GW is marketing it and and with ninth edition having you know if you have a fully painted army you get you know bonus 10 points which I actually think is like a, a pretty interesting like way to game it because like they aren't punishing the other person they're like you know rewarding the person that has completing completed it and mm -hmm. I've always felt like GW more punished the other person for having a gray army 
And so, like, it's a it's an interesting thing that they're like, we need a way to help people get things to the the table faster, mm-hmm. of which contrast can do that. Now, I yep. personally don't like the look of a straight up contrast painted army, and I've seen some cool stuff like um, um, Angela over at uh, Hobby Night does nothing mm-hmm. but contrast like Nurgle shit, and like I'm I'm. Like I'm impressed. It's Angela. 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 And and I don't mm. think that there's anything like that in the. I think that there's another tool in the toolkit. And so when I see people mm-hmm. using them as glazes and filter effects, and you're just like, oh shit, that's that's pretty sweet. <laughs> that's pretty sweet. Uh, I uh, I'm I'm always really excited about learning the new thing. So like for for me right now, um, like I don't think I'll ever pick up oil paints. But I really like using oil washes as like effects and filters. I think that they're yep. great. And and after watching a couple people like Night Shift uh, and his like mm-hmm. historical tanks, I'm just like, oh shit! Like he ruins the model to make it badass. And like you can get weird and yeah. you can get grimy. And I'm like, I'm I'm actually way into that stuff, which is something that you do a lot. Like your heavy damage video was mm-hmm. just like. Let's take this cool model and let's fuck it up. Fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> but it works and it will look great, yeah. man. And it is. It, the, the, the difference between one or the other. And that's where kind of my, my live streams come in because there's always something. I forget as much as I learn. Yeah. But it never fully goes away. So there is that idea that you have in the back of your head as to what's going on, but it takes somebody else to come along to go, how do you do this for that? (laughs) You to re-realize how it's done, but then also apply these new paints and new techniques that are, you know, that are out there. And so for me, that's where my, my live streams come into play because it's that permanent testing of, you know, where my knowledge is at. Yeah. And then, stuff that I've learned 20 odd years ago, then coming back into play in a, in a new fashion um, for that's relevant for, for the audience. Um, so yeah, that's that it's, it's super important in terms of uh, being able to do that, but it's also, it's also fun for me. <laughs> <laughs> sure. There's it, fly by the seat of your pants. Somebody, you know, I've, um, I was doing one thing um, on neon. Uh, one of my Patreons asked me how to do uh, neon effect. Yeah, and we were literally halfway through doing that, and then um, one of my little lads—it's uh, the son of one of my regulars—piped uh, up on chat that he wanted to know how to do rust effect because he was just doing his Nurgle guys, and uh, it was like, okay, hang on, two moments. Put the one down, pick the other one up, right? <laughs> glazes and washes. Here we go. This is how you do it with you know scrag and uh, <laughs> yeah, um, but, it, but it works. But it's it's I like that. I've come from a, an industry that is all about having your brain permanently switched on and being able to come into those fast solutions. Sure. And painting and, you know, the videos and that are a very low energy level. Very sure. relaxed. 
but you're right. The the creative problem solving of content creation is um, something that I think separates like the wheat from the chaff. Like if you can't do that, if you can't think on your feet, especially live streaming, like you are going to have mm-hmm. a really hard time. Not saying that it can't work. But I'm saying that you you might have a lot a uh, lot less fun than someone else in the same position. Absolutely, definitely. So to uh, to kind of bring it back in terms of how we how difficult it is in terms of um, that cross platform promotion, as it were, which is ultimately what we have to do to make ourselves known. I mean, we both talked about the fact that we've started out from nowhere, and there are thousands of other people out there in our situation. Um, and doing the same thing there are people who are better than me um who don't do that and being able to think on your feet being able to constantly adapt to to what's going on if i just put out tutorials for stuff that i love even the even if it was the best produced content that was out there the either the most innovative thing or i've done it the best possible if nobody knows about it, nobody's going to watch it. Exactly. So what, what is the point of, of doing that, really? I mean, you were talking in a video with, uh, with Justin, and it's, you're, the, you can have the best ideas in the world. You were talking about slaving over on that video, slaving over your content for six or so months to produce the perfect albums. Um, but the music that you produced and you know, <laughs> half yeah. that time, less than that is, is your best work. And yeah. that's it. It is. It's about just putting out what's there on your heart, you know, and somebody asks you to do, I always say in my comment section, ask me what you want to learn. Yeah. Because it's no good me producing a video in six months for somebody who has no idea about it right? because they need to know there and then. But at the same time, I don't care whether that person is the only person who watches that video. Right. Um, because for them, it's it's important. Um, and then if other people find that interesting and informative, brilliant, let's do it. Um, but the only way they're going to know is by getting it out there on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch, on Discord, right? <laughs> in the message forums. And we're not just talking about one message forum there. We're talking about bombarding the crap out of everybody whilst trying to make it look as if you're not actually bombarding the crap out of everybody whilst making it personal and approachable to each of those people in that group and right mate, well and this, how do you do it so i i don't know like i you know because i still work a full-time job um mm-hmm. it's about it's about there i'm a, i'm there about 35 hours a week right now um because i'm shitty at waking up in the like that, that's, and I'm the boss. So I like, I have, I have an employee employee who like is on time and is great. And, you know, is like, you know, with, with the two of uh, us, we make like a super employee that like, you know, we, 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 you know, fit together and it works. Um, but like I having to answer, you know, YouTube messages, discord messages, Instagram messages, Facebook messages, it's hard. It's really hard juggling everything. And, and it, you know, like you said that you're not doing this for money, but like, is there, is there a point where you can see it being something that is no longer worth the effort? Because like, there has to be, there has to be a payoff, you know, like I, I've, I've realized that this is not something, well, 
I, I will probably always be doing this, but if I ever get to that point where like, I feel like my sprint, I'm out of steam, mm-hmm. I will probably go to like the once a month, once whenever I feel like it, but mm-hmm. like the doing all this content per week is, um, is, is not something that maybe I will want to do for forever. Unless if it's something that is actually like supporting me or supplementing enough of my time my income so I can actually devote more time to it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm doing it properly. It's like, what is your level? Like, like when, 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 when would you call it? <laughs> like, like if it doesn't go up, because that's the hard thing. We all know when, when, when we'll, we've made it, but I don't know mm-hmm. if any of us know or, or are emotionally ready for calling it yet. You know, like what, what does that yeah. mean? Wow. See, ooh, that's a really good one. Right? For Yeah, because it makes you think, I mean, if this was any other job, yeah, if I was considering this a job, yeah, which it is. It is. Because <laughs> I do it full time. Yeah. And I don't get anything out of it. Um, I survive at the moment on these commissions that's what i'm surviving on i mean if we want to talk if we want to talk real talk here you know i don't get enough to live off in terms of um like i don't even like using the word but benefits man sure you know i'm i'm ill at this moment in time um i ended up in hospital three weeks ago because of painting um i i did my chest and my left pec in from holding the paintbrush and concentrating and um, I ended up with seriously I ended up okay so if you wake up in the morning and you have chest pains and you have tingling on the left arm what does that mean so it's a heart attack generally (laughs) exactly so now leave it for two weeks and it's getting worse that's probably going to mean you're going to need to go to the hospital. So I did. And I went through all my checks and everything was fine, you know, because we have the amazing NHS. We don't have to pay for it. We just turn up and everything. happens. And at the end of it, they were like, we don't know what's wrong with you. You've got a full bit of health. In fact, you're fitter than you should be. Like, (laughs) okay. So, uh, so I paint for six hours a day. What does that look like to you? They were like, that's what that looks like. Stop it. Stop it. Uh, (laughs) Get up and stretch, move a little bit. do yoga so that's what i do now like <laughs> i get up i have my you know i have my couple of hours block and i do that this for me was never a job um and so in terms of in terms of calling it um it's when it's when it becomes a job i think okay. that is actually that's when i would call it is because when it becomes a a job when it becomes something that i am is not beneficial to my health um that's not beneficial to my mental well-being yeah i mean we've all been there in jobs where you turn up it's a struggle to get up it's a struggle to get there you stand at that door and you look at it and go fuck me i wish i was anywhere else but here (laughs) yeah Yeah, dude totally (laughs) and if i get to that point with this i'm fucking off yeah. I'm getting a job in Tesco or Walmart for the Americans out there. Sure, do you know sure. what I mean? I will do anything else other than this. Interesting. But for the time being, yeah, for the time being, like I, every job that I've been in that I love, I will give 110%. Yep. Mm-hmm. And when I start having to get 90%, that's when I look at getting out and going to another job. Yeah. 
and it will be the same with this one, man. Um, you know, if it if it gets to the point where my my headaches go, I don't know whether I'm going to be chronic or not. I'm at that cusp of it. This could be my forever. Yeah. In which case, I have nothing else to do but grind YouTube and the content creation and the commissions to to make enough money to survive. As bad as that sounds, man, you know, it's either that or filling out forms on fucking e-market money search or whatever to get like 20 pence a time. Right. Because that's pretty much what I get paid for doing this at the moment. I mean, if mm -hmm. we look at it monetarily, I have amazing, I mean, fucking God bless my Patreons. Literally, it's not much, but that for me and that the fact that they believe in me is one of the main things why I work so hard for this. Sure. They believe in me. They give the little that they give. But for me, that's the world. It's huge. So like, did it, did it, it did Patreon when you started it? Did that make everything real? Because it made everything real for me. I was like, holy fuck, thank you. But also, like, yeah. this is real now. Like, I'm not fucking around. This isn't a game anymore, <laughs> you know? You wanted to see, if you could have seen him inside of my head, and also the first message that I said, shout out to Jeans, my first Patreon, but shout out to every one of my other Patreons as well. If you saw the messages that I sent them, I, I'm not going to repeat what was in there, but it was curse words and a lot of it i was jumping up and down <laughs> every single one of my patreons that i get in because it's another person that truly believes in me yeah um it's it's one thing to click on a sub and a like i do that with a load of people it's sure. another thing entirely to have somebody go do you know what out of my own pocket my hard cash yep i'm gonna give you a couple of bucks a month yeah and for that I'm not going to get any money to return, but what you give to me is enough for me to do that. Um, when Huge. I told, but here's a funny story. It is, it's massive, but here's a funny story. So when I told my wife about Patreon, my wife's even more technically inept than me. <laughs> Love her to bits. <laughs> but she is. Um, she didn't know what Patreon was. And to be fair, I'd hardly heard of it until one of my guys said to me, you know, you need to get on Patreon. We want to support you. Um, in fact, he was talking about OnlyFans, which is something completely different. Hell yeah. <laughs> I, I, I keep on thinking about uh, like a not safe for work painting stream, you know, like how are we going to make this work? <laughs> you just be female. and No, in fact, no, we're not going to go down that route because that's not true. But there are those out there that do that. Hey, man, um, I, I am all right catering to uh, an audience that doesn't get catered too much when it comes to hobby smut. Like if I... I can help someone else out. <laughs> I'll do it. You know, man. If we go back to uh, John uh, Ninjon and his first video where he's covered in silver, I was like, I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen a couple Cinemax videos that started like this. Sure, <laughs> I like the weird. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> um, oh man, I forgot even what we were talking about. But well, Patreon's you, making it yeah, real. You're, you're talking about uh, Mrs. Frog and her and her understanding of what yeah, Patreon was. Yes, so the story. So I told her, look, there's Patreon, right? I can go on that. And if people like my stuff enough, then they'll commit to a couple of bucks, a couple of dollars, a couple of pounds per month. And she was like, that's not right. Like, there's that... <laughs> 
how, wh why? She said to me, what do they get out of it? I was like, well, they think of it like this. And this is the thing. So this is a, it's a mental mindset, particularly in the UK for you, you, uh, you US guys, you have the culture of tipping. Right. So if a waiter or a waitress gives you a good service, you give them a couple of extra bucks because they've entertained you. And you do that for a meal and you could go out for a meal once a week, once a month, it doesn't matter, but you'll give them 20, 30 bucks for the extra, uh, you know, for their, their good service. And they've, sure. if they've made you laugh and smile, you give them a little bit more. Um, it's how it works. And we have it to the same extent, well, not to the same extent in the UK. Um, and so I, I pitched it to her like that. I was like, this is, this is how it is. She was like, okay, no, I understand that. I was like, and then factor in the fact that for me, my Patreons get access to the Discord, which is like our hobby community. That is where we all hang out. Yeah. And that's for, for Patreons only. But before they even get to that step, I'm giving them a live stream, an hour of my time every single night where they're learning stuff. They don't have to, you know, it's not like other, I'm not even going to mention names, but it's not like other people who will lock their stuff behind a paywall. Sure. You have to pay X, Y, and Z to learn how to do this yellow technique, you know, you ask me, I'll tell you, no worries at all. And I'll do that every single hour of the day. You know, whenever it is, I'll do a live stream one hour a week. In addition to that, if you ask me to do a video, I'll then put that out there as well. <laughs> you know, like all of that. And then it's like a, it's a couple of bucks. I'm not, I'm not promoting myself on that more so than I'm trying to justify the idea of why Patreon is now becoming more of a thing for more streamers and why you're seeing it more. It's because we get fuck all for ad revenue. I'm not at a thousand. You've just turned to a thousand. You want to know um, how much know, I've earned in the last uh, month of being there? Man, $17 for a month of content. And I'm like, and, and they only pay you out when you get to $100. I'm like, I'll see you in five months. <laughs> You're mine, YouTube. I got you. <laughs> I'm like, You're my bitch now. <laughs> yeah. And you know, like that doesn't bother me, but also mm. it's like, it's kind of, it, I would almost, you know, like Twitch, like it's hardly any money as well. And I would almost rather mm. them just give me fucking Amazon credit. Like just give me yeah. Amazon credit. So it's play money. The second you give me real world dollars that I can take off yep. this platform and spend other places, I'm like, how about you like fucking actually pay me? Like, because it does become that that job and the grind starts to hit you sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, this doesn't feel right. And the only time that feels even remotely right is Patreon, of which I have this immense amount of guilt and like pressure's the wrong term because my Patreons are fantastic. But like, I feel like I am not giving them enough. It is so yeah. special. And like that yeah. relationship, that access, like if someone messages me on Patreon, I'm fucking messaging them back like ah, right yeah. now. And I won't even consider pushing it off to later in the day. Mm -hmm. I'm like, dude, you got me. You got my ear. Yeah. Let's have a conversation. And that's something that, you know, like I, I, I emotionally wasn't ready for when I started Patreon. Mm -hmm. But like it was, I get... Sam Lenz and I were talking and he was like, he lost all of his income because of con season was gone. He's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I've been looking at Patreon. Yeah. It's like fucking get a Patreon up. Like, it doesn't matter. People want to support you. It doesn't matter if you give mm -hmm. them anything special. People want to mm -hmm. support you because you've given us so much all these years. Like, and he's like, yeah, but I feel weird. I was like, don't fucking feel weird. Just do it. And yeah. then he 
gave me the literal exact same response like three months later. He was just like, why haven't you just do this? And I was like, yeah, but I don't know. He's like, you once told me this. I'm now telling you the exact same thing. Yep. And um, and it's 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 so interesting. And it's such a uh, almost sacred bond because like it now really now is. you're fucking in it with someone that's like mm-hmm. I like I, I was not expecting it. But here we are. And I like, you know, I'm I, my Patreon grows slowly and I appreciate all of them so much. I'll be I'll be honest with you. I wake up every not every morning, but there will be days throughout the month that I'll wake up that I'll be a little low. Sure. And I will go and I will go and check my Patreons and it's on on actual Patreon not to see whether I've had any new people in, but to see whether I've lost anybody. Sure. And I think that's a it's, it's a negative mindset, but it's it's all too easy to look at it from a positive aspect. Sure. Um, but it is that, um, <laughs> that, that pressure that comes with it, but that excitement as well. It's, it's such a weird, like you said, it's something that I was definitely not, uh, not ready for. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> it, it, it's bonds, it's chains, man. It, it really is. It's that, you know, I, like I said, I am, I am very good at giving my all of my everything, my time, you know, emotional investment, all of that side of things. I'm not very good at receiving stuff. Sure. Oh, um, dude, fucking same. Yeah. <laughs> the same. <laughs> from a, from a business point of view, from a business point of view, fuck yeah, man. If you owe me money, I'm fucking coming <laughs> for you. Yeah. But <laughs> if somebody says to me, look, I've, uh, you've, you've done a really good job on that, man. Here's, you know, here's an extra 20, 20 pound. Look, mate, I'm doing this out of my own pocket. You know, I'm doing this out of my own time. That's, that's cool. My commissions, I always undersell myself. Sure. Uh, my commissions, I make enough money to, to cover my, my hourly rate, but I don't charge anymore. You know, my sister was saying to me, she says, look, my sister gets paid double the amount that I charge for these. Sure. And she was saying, you're more qualified than she's a primary school teacher. I went to university for three years, studied, this is her, went to university for three years, studied that. I now do teaching. I've been in it for seven years. Uh-huh. I get paid twice the amount of you. You know, why don't you charge more? It's underappreciated. You know, the, the 25 years that I've got in this, the skin in the game that I've got in this, the videos, the time, the effort, the energy, you know, this is a, everything that we do, you, me, any of the other content creators out there, anybody else, it's, it's a luxury. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You will only get money from other people if, A, they have the money available, and B, if they see a value in your work. Yeah. yeah. So I get messaged a lot from people, especially on Instagram, who are like, you know, dude, I love your work. You know, what's it take for uh, for a commission? And then I'll send them the slip through. You know, I find out what they want and I'll send them the slip through. And then I'll get nothing back or I'll uh, get, you know, I can't afford that. Yeah. And that's cool, man. I completely understand that. You know, that's why I never go, look, you know, I put on all this time and effort on all these different <laughs> platforms. You know, I do everything. I put an hour out for my day. Why the fuck aren't you paying me? Right. Because that is not about what we do. No. This is a service that is out there. It's a, it's a busker on a street, man. It's your yeah. waiter. You know what I mean? It's, it's the guy in your hobby store that you go in and you see and you have that chat with, yeah? It's your mate. You yeah. would never pay your mate for all of the services that your mate has done for you over right. these years. <laughs> right. 
you know, so why the fuck would you pay me? Right. And, 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 you know, and it's all about like, you know, keeping score, you know, like nobody keeps score with their friends and the stuff. Like we're all, yep. um, very open with, with, with each other on that level. Mm-hmm. And so like to have that the mentality, like it's kind of like, uh, um, the difference between uh, uh, an abundance mentality and a poverty mentality. The poverty yeah. mentality are the people who look at it as like there's only a finite amount of people that are going to want to get mi- miniatures painted. And while there mm-hmm. is a smaller amount of people who are going to want to get commission paints, like I do custom picture framing. Like that's my day gig. How many? Yeah. I mean, everybody has something that they fucking want framed, but who wants to pay a framer to do it? It's expensive, and it's it's a huge investment. But at the end of the day, I have a skill that they don't have. I have the tools that they don't have, and I have the time mm-hmm. that they don't have to do this stuff. So that's what they're paying for, and the people who get it get it, you know. And that's something that um I'm I'm realizing, you know, like I just recently raised my my painting uh commission rates just because like. I literally don't have time to do it for the amount that mm-hmm. I was charging. And um, while right now I don't have any commissions, if I do get one, it covers the lack of time that I will be, you know, the things that I will have to sacrifice, you know, and, and like mm-hmm. I'm all, and I'm fortunate enough that I don't need it right now. Um, mm-hmm. Earlier in shutdown, I, I could have needed it quite a bit, but luckily I'm, I'm back working, but like, it's a it's a very weird trade off, you know the mm. the you know client versus the the um you know the craftsman because like I yep. sometimes I have a hard time calling what we do art because so much of it is like executed by you know you know memory by instinct you know like it's not it's not something that like every everything that we're doing is art not saying that it can't be art. But it's just for the most part, it's trade, it's craft that we're doing, it and is. and it's uh should be I think marketed in such a way that people understand the time and the effort that goes into it, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people don't like that's that's a hard part of the the relationship between the client mm. and, the, and the craftsman. For me, touching on the the, the commission side, so I I always look at it, and it was. Um, Siege Studio that put it best when they they did their interview with uh, Kyriak was, um, you know, time is the only thing that we don't get back. Straight you know, up. I can I can go and I can get more paints. I can do, you know, that's that's not an issue. But in yeah. terms of the time, that's what I'm not getting back. So what am I charging for? I'm going to be charging for the time. So you're going to get pounds per hour or dollars per hour. Yeah. Um, and from that, you're going to then see a breakdown of how much time I've invested in each one of these these individual parts, because you need to know, A, where your money's going, but also B, how much work am I putting in? I'm not going to give you a flat out fee for it. You know, with buying a sofa or something like that, you know instinctively, okay, well, that sofa's had X amount of time and they've had this machinery and they've done this R&D right. and they've got this particular <laughs> material. You know what I mean? But I give you a finished product and you go, yeah, I can replicate that. And then you go away and do it. And then you go, fuck me, I can't. <laughs> How did you do it? <laughs> right. But, and, the, and that's the so thing. That's where, and, yeah. and maybe, you know, and, and I know like 
and, and I don't think that you're looking down on anybody who keeps like, you know, stuff behind paywalls and stuff of that mm. nature. It's just part of your model that isn't, um, it doesn't really make sense for your business model at this point. Mm-hmm. But that's something that I think is like a really interesting aspect too of like the one-on-one coaching that can come with like uh, yeah. Patreon. That's stuff that like people can literally you know, buy an hour of your time a month at like kind of at will, you know, like, Hey, I'm giving you this, this money, let's set it up for a later time and let's work on stuff. And maybe you do more than or whatever, like the heart. I don't know anybody who's like hardcore, like, Oh, the hour's up. I'm out of here. Um, you know, like that's the type of things that I think that, um, you know, us as content creators are going to be continuously adding more and more value to the hobby space because I mean, three videos on YouTube a week is amazing. And like, and, and that's, that's value enough right there. But the one-on-one back and forth, the actual accessibility of the artist Mm -hmm. is something that is, um, I think really important right now. And, and, and I think you're right. You said it earlier because of the like COVID ruining our communities, like we are looking for the interaction way in way different places than we were before. So like, yeah. It's it's huge. Um, I mean, you wouldn't get that in any other service. Can you imagine? I don't know. Your your top chef, your TV presenter, yeah. Um, even any of your other favorite internet personalities, yeah, that are out there, texting them and getting a response back, <laughs> you know, like that's that's something completely completely different. I mean, this hobby is. I I in fact I don't know. I don't genuinely know of any other industry or hobby where that actually happens other than the small kind of you know trade craft stuff yeah. where you can just ask you know your your favorite content creator what's going on and you're going to get a response back from them yeah um, from them actually <laughs> you know not yeah. not like not their pr them, person right? you know <laughs> that's it from, from actually them yeah um that that sort of thing it's it's a whole different ball game and this is it. It is about that development. I might have, like we said, 25 years and again, you've got three years, but in that time, so much, so much has changed. I was on bolt run chainsaw, uh, the old 40 K uh, forum for 15 odd years. And on that, there were, there were celebrities on there. Sure. You know, these guys who were pumping out awesome content, awesome tutorials. And that's almost the model that's 15 years old that I've brought into our current environment. Right. That's what I do. Do you know what I mean? Because it's, there is no such thing. I said it earlier. There's no such thing as a new idea. It's just rehashed content. Everything that we do is just rehashed content. Yeah. Um, which is sad and depressing in one sense. <laughs> but I mean, like it also means that you'll never run out. I mean, like it, it. it's, it's a, it's an infinite well of stuff. Like, I mean, you can't do th- three non-metallic metal videos in a row, <laughs> but you could probably do one a year and be like totally yep. fine. <laughs> Why not? Absolutely. And like with that though, because there's no such thing as a new idea, it means that with YouTube on there, and this is one of the maybe negatives of what we're, what we're doing is the, the oversaturation of ideas sure because we've almost put a plug in it you were talking about twitch you know my instagram um the the forums the feeds that disappear now with youtube 
we've put a pin we put a plug in the the well yeah of ideas that that, so that leaky when... dike needed the little thumb plugged in it like we're we're the little boy holding back the the flood you know <laughs> and you're like <laughs> so now all of a sudden if you want a non-metallic meta video like we were talking about what makes mine special from everybody else's? Yeah. Why should you look at mine, which is, you know, I've got at the moment currently 600 subs. Literally a week ago, I'd got two, uh, sorry, three weeks ago, I got 200 subs. Right. You know, I put out that video for um, the rusty effects. Yeah. And I yeah. had 200 subscribers. You look at the algorithm, no matter how good my content is, you know, I love and I hate the YouTube algorithm. We worship it and we loathe it at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> the Lord taketh those clicks. The Lord give it, the Lord taketh away. <laughs> so you look at that and you have people who've watched your video for all its entirety. It's such an engaging video. You've you know, you've done really well in terms of that execution, but your thumbnail and your title are off. Yeah. You're not gonna get that through. Right. But um, and this is no disrespect to them, you know, Squidmar or Miniac, um, you know, the two top the top performers at the moment. And they have a video out doing exactly the same thing, but it's from three years ago and it uses a completely different technique. You as a customer, you as a, a watcher, as a viewer, are gonna look at their videos as opposed to as opposed to mine. So that is that is the struggle on a daily basis, despite pumping out I I really shouldn't be pumping out three videos, two videos a week. No, you yep. shouldn't. <laughs> no. I mean, like, I, I love the enthusiasm, but, like, you, like, it, I, I'm just worried about, a, like, emotional burnout. Like, burnout. it's hard. Yeah, like, and, and you do good job. Like, it's not like you're just mm. pumping out shitty videos. Like, they're really well produced. And so it's like, you. you know, like, that's one of those things that, like, I I would love to see, like, you know, if you pulled it back a little bit, I th I don't know if that helps the YouTube algorithm or not. Like I actually don't understand enough about it to like know whether or not anything that we're doing is right or wrong. You know, and 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 one thing that people say is like you have to have the right thumbnail. And then I see somebody use a shitty thumbnail and get a hundred thousand views. I'm like, fuck you. You don't know what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> <laughs> or or you go on and it's just fucking clickbait. I mean, for God's sake, like yep. why are you doing this? Yep. So um God, God love them. But no, I don't think anybody had any fucking idea. No. Um it just it is one of those things, but I I have the ability and at the moment I have the time and it's helps me with my sanity <laughs> to be able to help other people. Yeah. So if I have the ability to do it, then then fuck it, I'll do it. Yeah. You know? well, so let's let's talk about your your I mean because when we first interacted the tone mm -hmm. of your <laughs> your message to me what? was that of somebody who's like like I've seen some shit. Like you had this like thousand yard stare, sort of like, <laughs> are is this even fucking worth it? Like the the the, the yep. tone was like way dark. And since then, you um have had a, a, an actual massive explosion of exposure yeah. to your channel, which is really exciting. And you're having and you have like the exact opposite sort of like point of view. I'm fucking smiling, <laughs> <laughs> right? So what what was it? Where was your breaking point? Because like I think when I yeah. found you, you had like forty videos up. Like it it was yeah. it was not a small amount. And and it, I was just like, what? 
why is this not getting the traction? Like, what what was your thing that exploded? I, so I was putting, and this is the thing, this is why I shouldn't be doing what I'm doing and why YouTubers and anybody starting, you know, anybody who sees this in the future, why you shouldn't be doing what I'm doing <laughs> is because if we're looking at this from a business point of view, and if you're looking at it from, and this is the thing with kind of cross-platform, and I keep referring back to that and then coming back to what we're talking about, but to make a business out of what we're doing, you need to have a surgical targeted approach. Sure. Everything you need to do has to have the focus and the vision to lead back to what your initial reason is. Now, if that's monetary, then you need to follow what everybody else is doing. But you need to then make that as expert and as perfected and as crafted as you possibly can. You need to have the best setup. I still work off my phone. All of my videos are shot on my phone, yeah? But I need to have the SLR with the HD so I can get my, you know, my 4K and my zoom in. Yeah, there it's, we go. I still do it on my phone, and I have a $40 webcam. That's that's my there setup. That's that's how I, I, I Twitch, how I YouTube. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and until I like make some more money, that's how it's gonna be. <laughs> that's how it's gonna be. That's it. Yeah. Um and so it's you need to have that laser focused targeted approach. Um I'm not like that. I am not business minded. I am doing this for my reason for doing this is for my own mental well being and because other people ask me for help and I like helping people. Yeah. So as a result, um I pump out far too many videos than I should do. I don't have a day off. Yeah. What I would consider a day off, but in COVID, what the fuck is a day off? I can't go for a walk in the park. You know, I can't go out and see my mates. I can't go out on a night out. I can't do anything. You know, I've got my headaches where I don't even fucking sleep at night. Like genuinely, what am I going to do other than sit here and make YouTube videos for people? So that's what I do. But then as a result, I do that for other people, but I'm not doing it for the algorithm. I don't have the funky, um, you know, uh, clip art thing i don't speak to other people i don't connect on that side of things and i'm just punching myself against this brick wall <laughs> continuously over and over and over again expecting to see results and returns but if you're running in the opposite direction how the fuck are you ever going to get to the finish line it's not going to fucking happen yeah yeah and so that is very much the point of where i was at when i uh, when i contacted you i was like i am getting no help from this i am putting all of my effort in yeah all of my time my money my fucking soul my passion is just being eaten a fucking way the only thing that's holding me up is my patreons yeah, yeah. is those guys who tune in every single fucking day who i speak to on discord and go mate how are you doing yeah yeah how are you doing that is the only thing that was keeping me going in terms of this. And so I took that step back and I, t- I put myself in hospital and I, I then took that step back. I had a week off and I looked at it and I went, if I'm going to continue to do this, there are two things that I need to do. The first off is I need to change my mentality. I am not a completely selfless individual. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I am not completely altruistic on this because if I am, I'm not going to be here. And if I'm not here, then what good am I to other people? Sure. So I have to be selfish. I have to take my time. I have to take those regular breaks. I have to do my fucking yoga, you know? And then in addition to that, secondly, I can't just make videos and content for one person. Yeah. What I have to do, and it's not about selling out either. It's about following that train. Once I once I got onto the 
the YouTube uh, Discord community, the Brain Trust. And I started speaking to folk and they were like, look, at the end of the day, it is not about um, copying everybody else. I had a real big issue with two content subscribers that when I put out uh, two content um, creators, I put out a couple of videos and immediately afterwards, a couple of days later, they put out videos. Right. And I got 50 views from it. And they got like 200,000 views. Right. And I'm like, you motherfuckers, man. I came up with that idea. That was my thing. I spent a day and a half crafting that video and I put it out. And then you put up this. Admittedly, it was really well produced. Sure. But you put up. <laughs> I'm better than mine. But that's not the point. No, I feel you. No, I feel you. Like, it sucks when I you do my something. Hand out for a reason. Yeah. But like, and, and that's why I have. I have so many and and so many it's like I have like four hobby videos that I have had sitting and like ready to do and like I have all it all filmed and I'm just like I'm not gonna do it because like my emotional like the time that goes into doing them it, it, it's really hard for me to do especially mm. since other people do it so well and I'm like what am I actually adding something to the the to the thing I'm not yeah. you know break like I've 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 often said that if I don't have something valid to say in in a hobby video, then it's probably not worth doing at all. Because then I'm just making yeah. like I am at at that point oversaturating. You talk about the oversaturation point. I don't think that there is, unless if you're doing shit that doesn't fucking matter. And that that is the hard point. Like if you are just like putting out a video that's just like like doesn't have any emotional resonance to it. And I have to ask myself, like, why are you even putting the time into it? Because, like, you don't get that time back, and you just made something yeah. that didn't benefit you or anybody else. And, and, and it's like, miscast, her, uh, you know, his YouTube, every time I see him do something, I'm like, there is a different way. There is absolutely yeah. a different way about this. And and I need, I need to understand how and why his works. And, and in the same way, it's how and why this you know, YouTube channel works, the, the murder basement. Yeah. And, um, and it's, it's interesting because like, I think at that point I could probably have fun making a hobby video, but I like, Absolutely. I'm looking at it going like, I'm going to copy Miniac and like, I'm never yeah. going to do it. Like Miniac is so good. And after talking with him and like seeing him do his live stuff, I'm like, this dude has mm. put five years of his life perfecting this craft. Absolutely. Like I can't. And that's, <laughs> yeah, you're never going to do that. But that, but that for me was the realization. The one unique thing about all my videos is actually me. Right. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna work on me. So rather than flogging myself into the ground over and over, do you know what? I'm gonna sit back. My first video, and if you go back, I'll leave it on there for everybody else. If you go back and in and watch that video. I'm talking very much like this. I'm very much a Darren Latham and mm -hmm. speaking slowly and clearly in a crisp, you know, received pronunciation. And then you look at my current videos and my current videos are me talking like a space Marine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's about having that fun. Do you know what I mean? I'm so from, from there and dropping, you know, key little things like I had a guy who was bugging me and bugging me and bugging me about the shoulder pads. Yep. I need you to do a video. I need you to do a video. So I went, you know what? I'm going to stick your name as the space Marine. So, you know, it's called Brother Plumtree. Nice. Knowledge is power. Got it. <laughs> well. Yeah. And so for him, that's something super special. But for me, it puts that smile on my face also. So getting 
content that is relevant and up there um but then just injecting that personality that's what's changed and doing these these primaris marines has been my my stepping stone to greatness i mean i'm not there i don't even know whether i will know when it's when i'm there sure but for 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 me that's that's been my springboard but that's because it's something relevant it's something new and it's something that i can do in a way that nobody else is going to be able to do um and and that and that's that's what's led to to where we are now and it's only going to get you know bigger i have a firm belief in i have a stupidly big <laughs> confidence there we go wow <laughs> sure <laughs> i went somewhere completely different i have i have you know a massive confidence in my ability and my skill set i know i'm i'm good um and that's not bragging but that is just me i know what i can do um and that i can do it well it's yeah. just that i then have to apply that in a in a focused direction yeah it's uh it's it's been interesting seeing your channel change and like i i noticed like your videos did start taking more uh personal approach definitely having more fun with them i really like the lengths like one of my biggest complaints about hobby videos is that they're too long and like you you make them nice and tight and so you can just kind of get into them um i like that you're doing something other than just uh 40k even though 40k is going to be the money maker and i think we all understand that yeah Um, unfortunately i mean fortunately and and unfortunately like there are so many cool games but also at least there's like one thing that you can like be like well i'm gonna hang my hat on this one whenever i need to like get it you know a couple thousand views (laughs) we're just gonna go back to that well I mean, I'm starting yeah. to really grasp that because, like, you know, you're you're doing Warlord games, which uh, I just talked to Little Wars TV a couple weeks ago, and I had so much fun talking historicals, which I know fuck all about. And I was like, this is this is so cool learning something else, and then I'm seeing you do these, and I'm like, this is a fun hobby. Like, I I I actually see this as like a real valid thing, but then I see like the Warlord one is like. 100 views and then you're like next space marine thing 2000 views i'm like this fucking sucks yeah. like like it these does. ones it need really, a little I bit fucking more hate it because i i love it to bits right yeah. um i mean i'm really fortunate to to live not very far away at all from warlord games and some of the guys who do it um are like old friends they're really good friends awesome. so when i started off doing this they were like do you know what here's his stuff and we'll we'll help promote it yeah and i'm like yeah yeah i'm gonna make it big <laughs> this is my money so i do and i do a big thing and the amount of people who are interested in warlord uh, is is so small in comparison to 40k i just want to put like honest to god right if you guys are watching this and you are into 40k go and fucking checking out warlord because warlord don't shout about what they do they do not at all they keep it nice and quiet yeah but what they do is fucking fantastic their game system is amazing you don't have to wait the first turn the second turn to set everything up and do it from there you know you don't have to wait half an hour for the other person to take their turn you're straight in there you're rolling dice it's my turn your turn i'm moving a squad you're moving a squad so on and so forth it's it's phenomenal um and they just don't shout about it so they don't get it and it's like that with youtube as well yeah um you know because everybody watches 40k stuff then that is where the the money is in terms of that but then you don't get that out of uh 
um, from from the other videos. So right. it's it swings in roundabouts, but it is all about all about playing that game, and that's what you have to do. And it's the same with Instagram; you have to play that game. You know, it's yep. the same with Facebook; you have to do it. Um, but it's the same as any. If we're looking at this in terms of a job, it is the same as any job. Yeah, Hell there yeah, are the right? parts of it that you love, and the parts of it that you don't. I mean, so like my my passion project is Conquest: The Last Argument of Kings. I fucking yep. love this game, and Parabellum Games is doing like I again. That was my thing. I was like, they sent me some stuff. I'm like, this is how I'm gonna do it, and um, and yeah. I, I realized that like I have to broad. I had to broaden my you know horizons really quick. But like you know, as far as game systems go, like Bolt Action, it has one of the I I I love the way that like activation goes in that fucking reach into a bag pull a fucking die whoever goes like it's like it's the chaos of war and you know conquest is a similar thing you set up your command deck like you're a general and you say this is what i want to move in this order and you take turns moving Mm -hmm. and if you set up your fucking command deck wrong like the the table changes really drastically that's shit that you don't get in 40k you know like you can sit and watch a game of 40k and by the end of turn two you know who's gonna win like it there isn't a mystery there uh, and while while it's not always the way it goes, especially in high level play, like if you get like a co- uh, a seasoned player and somebody who's not super used to it, you know how the game's gonna go. <laughs> gonna I mean, yeah, it's why I really think that the the best games that uh, Games Workshop make are Warhammer Underworlds and Warcry. Mm-hmm. I actually think that yep. Warcry is uh, really fun and visceral, and maybe not the most in depth game. It's like mm very fast and gr- cool to play but uh warhammer underworlds which is their age of sigmar deck building game even though you don't have a huge board to play on like that game is wild and fun and i'm just like why don't more people play this like i get that 40k is the big the big property but also yeah. like they make real good games <laughs> and it's so weird I, that i love it yeah no totally i my biggest thing is combat patrol i'm a, I'm a 40k nerd through and through sure. i started out in um 40k and necromunda i still play necromunda necromunda school sure the uh an absence but yeah um with covid i have uh combat patrol armies coming out my ears um you know 500 points the smaller battles is what we go for now you know back in the day we used to have we used to have lawn hammer 40,000 <laughs> points on either side and it used to take two days to do in somebody's back garden you know this is in the 20-somethings when we had jobs and we didn't have a house or right right like right that. Yeah, they're like when we had all that fuck apocalypse to. we're gonna really do this <laughs> Forty thousand points per side you know 10 players per uh per side mate <clears throat> that was that was insane and i loved it i really did but sure. i don't have the time and the energy now to be investing myself in that side of things if i'm doing it i'm turning up and i'm playing short periods and that's why i do the videos the way i do i don't want to spend 20 minutes sitting there watching and this is no yet again no offense to anybody else who does it differently but i don't want to spend um you know 20 minutes watching watching a video unless in every single one of that 20 minutes you're telling me a new hint secret <laughs> something that i haven't seen before don't fucking waste my time right <laughs> no i feel you i mean if like I- yeah. I think Warhammer 40k is the best at like a thousand points. Like that's when that mm-hmm. like anything after that you start to get like too big and too bloat. And I'm like, nope, not into this. 
thousand points. Yep. I actually really like a thousand point game. That like that's really fun. Five hundred. I don't get my greater demons out and the extra stuff that I want. You know, because like yep. I I like I like the big things. They're really fun. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, it is very much. Um, but it is. It's horses for courses. And so for, for YouTube, um, I'm, I'm going to play that game. You know, I'll play awesome. the uh, play the, the Warhammer, the whether it be AOS or 40K, you know, and um, pump out content for them. I don't mind doing that. I don't get paid. I don't get sponsored by them. I'm not one of their influencers. But for me, I've always started out and I've always been doing these hobby tutorials for people. So it doesn't actually matter what medium I'm painting on, whether it's, you know, a space marine or whether it's, um, you know, one of the, the vault dwellers or something else, right. you know, one of the, the D&D miniatures. It doesn't matter for me. In terms of the paints, I, I have a full range of, I mean, you can see them in the background here, but I have a full range of G-Dub paints. Mm -hmm. um, but I personally love using Vallejo and, you know, Army Painter, P3, um, Vallejo, I've already said Vallejo, but you know, the, the additionals as well. Yeah. Um, but I use and I teach in um, Warhammer because it is the most easily accessible. So it's those small sacrifices that we make, but ultimately over the, the wide, the wider thing, if I can help more people and if I can get out there to more people by following some rules, then <laughs> I will. Well, but I yeah. never thought I would. Well, and, and you do, you, you, in the same way that Duncan gave us uh, replicatable tutorials, fucking do this, mm -hmm. you will get this. Point A mm -hmm. to point B. You do the same thing and much smaller with like much more open-ended results. Like, mm. like, and that's what I really like about your tutorials. Like, you don't have to do, this is how you do battle damage on a space marine. This is how yeah. you do battle damage on armor. And that yeah. and that's what you do. And like and so anything that you learn from this six minute video, you can apply literally anywhere else. And Absolutely. that that's the that's the key. Being too micro, like uh, you know, I was talking with Epic Duck and he loves painting mm -hmm. relic blade models, which I love yeah. relic blade models. They're so cool. Nobody's looking for relic blade models on YouTube. <laughs> so it's just like instead of saying this is how you paint a relic blade model, say this is how you do a green cloak. <laughs> <laughs> like broaden that like it doesn't matter what you're doing it on just you know spread it out spread it, yeah absolutely and from from there people are then going to be able to it's more accessible yeah um i love i mean paint to life i was speaking to him the other day i love his videos yeah he talks whilst he paints he tells these amazing imaginative stories it's like you're there i wish no actually okay i love my dm i love my dm but he would make it equally good dm for me there sure we go uh phil if you're watching <laughs> <laughs> but paint to life is amazing in terms of the stories that he sells and he puts you can see it his heart and his soul into these videos um and he's another one who's only got you know a couple of a couple of hundred subscribers because his stuff is 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 niche but the people that he talks to and that he engages with that's that's where that that comes from and for yeah. him you know that's 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 something he enjoys and it comes across. And so you want to take, you know, you want to cherry pick from other people. You don't want to be an exact, you know, mini act copy or a squid mark copy or anything else like that. But yet again, you can't go too off the wall. So, you yeah. know, I kind of, I kind of mix up the, the Darren Latham vibe with the, uh, he's just being a nutter or not a nutter, but just, you know, 
somebody i i just put my own spin on it basically so you've got darren latham and then you've just got you know the craziness that it can ensue with the open-endedness with just the micromanaged videos and for me that that kind of seems to be working i i i love it um we're getting kind of towards the end of like our time here so i do have a couple more direct uh uh, questions for you um as someone who's who's been on both sides of the spectrum of uh this is the fucking worst to like oh my god i actually see this happening and and like instead of the like the the negativity around it i get you you know you have this new sense of positivity um Mm. what what advice can you give to a new creator who's getting into this if you if you could if you could go back and tell yourself getting into this where you are now what what is the the lessons that you would give to them yeah, I mean, I am still under a hundred subs. They they say that it takes a year to build a hundred subs. Uh, sorry, a thousand. I'm mm-hmm. under a thousand subs. Um, it's they say it takes about a year to get to a thousand subs. You're gonna get um, there. It's gonna I'm, happen. <laughs> I know it. Yeah, I'm, I'm three months. I'm three months in, and I'm seven hundred and over already. Yeah, it's but happening. what I'm trying to say is, I'm by no means an expert. But in mm-hmm. terms of if I could tell myself. Man, do you know what? I'd actually tell myself to do it exactly the same way. I wouldn't change it. (laughs) And that's not the fact that I got it right, but it's because I got it wrong. Sure, Um, sure. Because if if you always have success, you'll never know what failure looks like. So when you hit failure, it's going to be harder to overcome. And the further you get down that road of success, the harder it is to deal with failure. Sure. so absolutely, I would a hundred percent say to not just to me, but to anybody else, um, you know, for, for starting out, pick up your phone, start recording, start making videos and just be yourself. If you've got something interesting to say, then go ahead and do it. I mean, look at, look at you, Heath, look at, you know, murder basement. There's nothing out there at all like what you're doing. Right. But for myself, for other content creators, for those people who are in the industry on the other side of the fence to where we were six months ago, you know, the guys that are in the thick of it creating stuff and being that that source of inspiration for for other people, it's invaluable. What you do is is invaluable. Sure. But you would never have done, you know, the only way you did what you did is by picking up the camera and starting to film it's the same when i have a new painter man you know one of my painter one of my guys turned around to me and said you know i want to paint i want to learn just how to do it and i want to do this that and the other and i'm like yep that's wicked let's do it um and then two months down the line i can't do it and it's like look (laughs) i didn't get to where i am in two weeks yeah my painting comes from painting every single day for 25 years yeah that's where i am that's why i'm in the position to do what i'm doing yeah yep i haven't been in the youtube game for 25 years i've been in it for three months yeah so my space marine is going to look a fuckload different from anybody else's yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm not edge highlighting i'm using contrasts yeah but i'm not just doing that i'm just doing it on a bare basic thing you know i haven't got all of the the individual unique blends that need to go in there but i'm not going to get there unless i put out those videos and every video I build on from another thing, everything that I look at, I can then call back to something else and go, that's where I learned how to do this. So, yeah, I would just, I'd tell myself to do exactly the same just thing. Do you it. can't just stop being you. Do it. I, I, like, do it. I, I always joke about, like, the, for me, growing up in the, the, the 90s, 
Like everything was so much more attitude based in the nineties, you know, like <laughs> there was a weird polish that was happening in the eighties that like went away as soon as like things like Nirvana broke, you know, like, yeah. and, and then everything was attitude. Hip hop was there. And you're like, when you think of Sprite, it was, you know, image is nothing. Thirst is everything. Obey your thirst <laughs> Sprite. And you know, like it's the most milk toast soda out there. And it had the edgiest like motto. Like I'm just like, Sometimes you just got to do it and like get, yeah. get it out there. Put yourself out there. You may not c- cross the finish line the way that you think, but just by doing mm. it, you've crossed the finish line. And, Absolutely. you know, and eventually you can decide whether or not that finish line is worth, you know, coming back to the race every single time. Mm-hmm. But doing it and understanding what it takes is is huge. And just that putting your first step is bigger than what a lot of people do. You know, they think I'm going to do this, but like. The effort, like you have all the tools. If you have a cell phone, you can do this. I I got mm-hmm. to Twitch affiliate on my cell phone. Like like everybody talks about, you can't do that. Like no, you can. You have to put mm-hmm. the time in though. Have That's to drive. You have to have the drive. And if you don't, it's all right. No shade. No harm. No foul. But like, just mm-hmm. understand that the people who have put in this time, like it's it's a lot of work. It's a lot of effort. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. It is. It's graft. It's graft every single day. But in order to get there, you have to first start. You know, you can go all wise and philosophical on it, but nobody's got time for that. No. <laughs> like it is literally just there is a step. You do a step, then you do another step, and then you keep going. But in terms of those steps, you know, it's going to be different for everybody. You know, it depends on the terrain, the shoes that you're wearing. Blah. blah I don't fucking care. Like literally, <laughs> it is just do it. Just get <laughs> out and do, do it. it man. Yeah. So, okay, fi- final question, my my favorite that I always ask um, is, is you know, coming from my background in sales, I always talk about the big, hairy, audacious goal, the BHAG. Yep. Like, what 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 is your BHAG? What is your, like, if you could see yourself, what does the ending look like? What When do you think that you will have made it? Um, I will have made it when... I will have made it when I I don't have a vision in terms of that. I re- honestly I really don't have a vision. People have that vision and drive. For me, my BHAG would be um, to be able to make money off of this, which is a passion. To not have to paint for eight hours a day doing commissions to support that. Um, and when the commissions dry up, which they had done previously to sure. not have to flog my soul on eBay and, you know, pump out stuff for half the price because nobody wants to buy it. And to sit there, I've got so much stuff on eBay at the moment that is sure. just not selling, sure. you know, I don't want to have to live off that. I want what I do and the energy and the enthusiasm that I, that I put into everything that I do, my heart, my soul my passion and my hobby, I want that to be worth something and for other people to see that worth. Um, and so for me, I'll know when I've made it when not when I've got, you know, 200, 300, a half a million, a million subs, not any of that. When I can, when I can just do this and be able to get up every day for work, because I do consider this a job, Yeah. but to be able to get up and do this and to have that, that, um not even monetary return just to be able to live and to do this every single day that's that's where i see this basically there we go 
Well, I, I think that that is well on your way of something that happens. Seeing, seeing your explosion of growth, especially over the last month, has been really exciting because, mm-hmm. um, you know, like the YouTube creator Brain Trust, it does a couple things. Like, it's really exciting to be close to everybody who's making cool yeah. content, being able to take part in like the uh, monthly challenges and things that they do. Like, just yeah. having an insight into other people who are in the exact same space as you is really beneficial to know that you're not alone. But it also yeah. comes at the cost of knowing that all of you are feeling the exact same way. This is not yeah. as like clear cut way to success. And that for me is something that like, there's so many people in that brain trust that deserve it. <laughs> that fucking deserve absolutely, it. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, we've got 300 odd people in there and you know, every single one of those is there for a reason. Every single person in that group has something valuable to say to everybody yeah um i wish i could watch every single person's video that comes out all the time but dude i don't actually have the time to no. do that no. and i know they're in the same position as well seriously when i first started releasing videos and like the the live video thing would come up and i would like go there i'd watch it i could watch them yep. all and it's at the point now where like I may be gone like a week because like I'm doing my other stuff and I look at it and there's like 50 new videos. I'm like, Oh shit. Like, how am I going to like who it's, it's cool to see that, but it's also like, there's so much good stuff happening. But now imagine that from like a, you know, a visitor. And so I think that was one of the things that then, um, I realized, okay, for me, my videos not doing so well is not necessarily a, a, bad thing because ultimately there is that much to choose from that there is you know it's going to be horses for courses so you know i i can it is okay to have shit videos and they're not shit because you've not done something they're just shit because they don't appeal to everybody so therefore they're not shit right yeah yeah. yeah. They're not, they're not I shit would... unless if you intentionally made it shit. And then yeah. then you can go ahead and say it. Otherwise, eventually, I, I do believe that um, YouTube, because everything is like evergreen content on there, eventually mm-hmm. something's going to hit. And you just have to be like, this. it's a long game. You know, you aren't, you aren't, this isn't a, a sprint to success. Yeah. Like, this is a long game. And, and while the, we all talk about the YouTube sprint and like, being able to say when when enough is enough is a, is a hard mm-hmm. thing to to say um you know you can always just be the person who does one once a month and just enjoys your time with it and like there's nothing wrong Absolutely. with that like, you Absolutely. just have to understand what your goal is you know that, yeah that's that's very much it i don't have to have you know videos that last exactly 10 minutes so that my YouTube algorithm can then put an advert halfway in there. <laughs> yep, I don't have to have 4K cameras so that I can get that close up on that specific model. I don't have to have hours of B-roll footage in there, yeah. you know, so that I can ins- I can accent every single thing that I'm doing. I don't have to set frame my shots perfectly in terms of my content. It doesn't have to be the latest and greatest thing. Yep, I can literally do my own thing, and as long as I'm happy with those results that is that is the value that needs to be on there um so yeah definitely that being said everything that the guys in the brain trust have given me has been invaluable because it has allowed me to uh, 
adopt their way of doing things not necessarily completely but borrow it's exactly what we were talking about before there is no new idea yet we're borrowing right. from here and there and we're putting it together and then we're making our own thing but unless you have that knowledge in the first place you can't do that yeah so well and they yeah, they put so much space. stuff into perspective like that's for me i'm just like you guys you guys have put a lot into perspective about what what it's like to actually be i mean it reminds me of like the old road dog musicians that are just doing it yeah. and putting in the time you know and, and they may never be the most famous people but to the people that know them they're really special and important Absolutely. and like that's that is like it's great to have found that community <laughs> you know that's like it, I, yeah. I like it's just like so cool so um well, Alex, thank you so much for uh, for joining me today in the murder basement. Hey, not a problem at all. Your story's great, and your videos are great, and I I can't wait thank to you. see uh, what happens over the course of the next six months. You know, I think yeah, I, th I think you've got good things coming your way. Thank you, buddy, and to you too as well. Thank you very much for for having me on here and just being allowed to uh, to freewheel it a little. It's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's weird. We don't get that opportunity often. And so, like, I love, I love when people can just like, let's just talk, let's just talk about this because um, there's so there's too many aspects of this hobby and content creation to like understand all of. It. Mm. I, that's the one thing I've realized. Like, I could never write a scripted episode and cover everything. Like, I would miss <laughs> it, and you know, we would we would instantly end off in the tan tangent anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. No, perfect. Heath, thank you so much for having me on here. And uh, yeah, best of luck with the uh, the interviews and stuff. You don't need it, but uh, it's so exciting to see where this is going. Thank you very much for having me. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Take care. Thank you for making it through another episode of Hobby Time in the Murder Basement. I really appreciate your support. If you'd like to continue the support in other ways, I do have a Patreon. The link is down below. Proceeds from that will go to pay for new equipment, subscription fees if I need it, and uh, graphic design stuff. I'd like to d help build this channel. So any of your support is, while never necessary, is always appreciated. If you want to see more hobby stuff, you can head on over to Twitch. I generally stream on Sundays at noon. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it.